Hello and welcome to another episode of Plus 63 HP Reviews Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente, alongside with me today, just one, my bestest best friend in the entire world, the guy that shares half my brain, the man with the pink headset, and the guy that wants us to call him names that we will not call him until we are super duper drunk, Chubax. Hello, I'm Chubax. Welcome to our show. Uh, yeah, it's down to two. Old school, baby. Uh, excited to old school see what we do. Style. We start this podcast together and we're continuing <laughs> it as well. Let's go. Um, awesome. A little bit of housekeeping before we start. Welcome. And uh, the Plus 63 HP stable of podcasts can be found on YouTube video on demand. Just plug in youtube.com slash plus 63 HP. We appreciate a like. We appreciate you subscribing. And if you can, please share us with your friends and family. Uh, we want to grow this community of like-minded individuals that would love to share and enjoy cool content together. Uh, we are also on the social feed, Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. Our handle is plus63hp. So the word plus63, the number NHP. And if you don't want to see our faces, and if you just want to listen to us, put us in the background. We are also in pretty much every major podcasting app uh, of your choice. So just search plus six, three HP. We prefer Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or Amazon. Don't forget to like, leave a comment, help us with the algorithm so we can be in front of more people in the future. Housekeeping done. Uh, next week, before we dive into our topics this week, uh, we're gonna we're kind of in a in a lull. So our 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 one of our more favorite shows just uh, ended their season, Moon Knight, and one is uh, and the one that we're watching right now, uh, TVD, whether we like it or not, uh, is in its last few weeks. So next week, uh, we're gonna switch it up and concentrate on a movie of the week, our movie of the week that has come out uh, a little over a month ago. So we're gonna go horror this time that's more of a trebaxis so we're gonna watch yeah porn porn horror two of the words that either you extremely love putting together or extremely fear putting together but (laughs) we're gonna take on the movie uh x and we're gonna uh review deep dive and rate on that whether you should watch it with your friends and or family but that's for next week this week, we have two topics. We're going to start with discussing the latest episodes of Halo, so the story so far. We have been doing Halo week on week. We did half a month break, and then last week, we uh, 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 concentrated on Moon Knight because it was its uh, series or season finale. So we uh, have a bit of backlog of our thoughts about uh, Halo, the TV series. We'll tackle that a little bit, and Our main topic for this week, fun little video game turned into a blockbuster hit with one of our cool bros, Tom Holland. We're going to discuss Uncharted. So without further ado, uh, we'll start with Halo seasons or episodes four to seven. I can't believe there's seven episodes. There's three more episodes left. Yes. Um, we're just going to run through the titles 
a little bit of the synopsis. I'm just I'm going to read through the IMDb description so that we can frame our conversation. And at the very end, we're just going to give our opinions on what we think about the series so far, what we'd like it to be, uh, and hopes for the next two seasons if they have one. So starting with episode four, Homecoming, this was the episode when John, Master Chief, uh, is guided by his visions back to where the second piece of the artifact is. So um, John takes Halsey and Cortana back to where it all began to get answers from his past. And the B story, the second line about that is Soren, uh, uh, and uh, Quan is still in uh, Madrigal's and uh, searching for an army. Episode five is entitled The Reckoning. Um, this was a little bit of like a, a better episode. So I'm just going to give the IMDb rating just to mm -hmm. give a, a, a quick fact. Homecoming was a 6.6 out of 10. Uh, episode five, Reckoning, was an 8.3. So it, it, mm -hmm. it was a very, Big very jump. strong episode because... Um, this was when uh, uh, um, John uh, brings back the artifact to uh, UNSC uh, and or finds or try, is trying to bring back the artifact to USC, but, uh, you know, their enemies, what they're called again? The Covenant. The, the Covenant uh, um, attacks uh, the dig site and there's a, a big battle, super fun. There's a couple of B stories here where one of the other Spartans that took the pellet out is also becoming a little bit more distracted um, and gets pinned down and John saves him and jeopardizing the mission. In the end, the, the artifact gets stolen away by the Covenant. So pretty good episode. I remember that one a little bit more clearly than the others. Um, 8.3. Uh, next episode is Solace. Solid 8 from INDB TV. Um, the survivors from the Covenant uh, attack return to Reach. Uh, John confronts Dr. Halsey about her lies. He's starting to remember that um, he was not an orphan. He was taken from his family. Kidnapped. Uh, um, uh, and then uh, the uh, part of the part of the reckoning is Malika. Mackie. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, Mackie did her thing again which i did not like was like you know pretending to be a victim uh, a discard for by the covenant but you know at least they didn't dwell too long in that particular episode um you know mackie is then interrogated by john because he was with the covenant for a long time and then realized that you know mackie and john has a certain connection to the artifacts and they know how it feels and how to work it so they essentially mackie knows a little bit more about john than john himself the most Recent episode, one that came out a couple of days ago, is entitled Inheritance. Uh, it was a Quan centric episode. He, well, she was, uh, you know, went back. She was supposed to leave uh, Madrigal with Soren, but uh, she was able to escape Soren. Um, mm -hmm. And he goes back to uh, uncover uh, uh, her family's true purpose in, in Madrigal. Uh, this was such an amazing episode that IMDb and IMDb users, 1,775 reviewers, rated this as a 3.7. Uh, so far, <laughs> the poorest episode of the series. Yeah, it's IMDb. like IGN also said uh, they followed up the best episode with, the, with their worst. Yeah, well, that's mm -hmm. the place where they put you, you should put it. Uh, 
and they have three more episodes left. So that's pretty, actually, it's weird because right now IMDb Saints just might be nine. There's no 10th episode. Yeah, so that's I'm not sure, but there might be two more episodes. But if you're going to put Thinker, put it right smack down the middle. So uh, with that, Chubak, what do you think about the series so far? Uh, it's up and down for me. Um, so just going through the episodes, uh, four was was pretty bad for me. It just taking so long with the uh, uh, with with the the visions and stuff, mm-hmm. and then him, him going home, and I'm just it's kind of dropping a couple of points of me because we have Mandalorian. Where we don't need yeah. to see the, you know, they showed us how not seeing the face mm-hmm. can be done properly, and here they just take every. This is old school, like they just have to keep showing the face. It's like Power Rangers, where you know, you know, mm. one of those masks, any of those mask shows or movies, they they keep having to show the actor's face because they hired that actor. Mm-hmm. So it it's really. Oh, for me, like there's the scene, and I remember this one pissed me. Uh, not pissed me off, but like. It's a symbol of what I'm seeing. Is like, uh, they land on the planet Eridanus, I think. You know where John's home mm-hmm. was. Eridanus. Yeah. So they were in the ship. He puts in the helmet. They drive, and then as soon as he steps there, he takes off the helmet. Like, why did he have to wear it? Like, keep it on. I mean, tactically, he he's he has to keep it on because it's just stupid not to have that helmet on. You know. Even mm-hmm. soldiers, right? They have their helmets. They, they don't when they're in the field. They don't take it off because you can be prone to, to sniper fire or something. So that's just one. That's my nitpick. Um, so that was episode four. I was also kind of kind of annoyed also because I think this is where Kai also removed the 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 pill. Shackles. Uh, the yeah the the yeah, pellet, yeah, yeah, the pellet. Uh, the, the... and then um. But her interactions with, with Miranda was kind of nice, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting to like Miranda also. You know, she's like, she's like the good Halsey. You know, like the the the, the nice one, mm-hmm. but smart also. And then we get episode five, and episode five showed. It's like bittersweet because it showed us how good it can be. That action sequence was really, uh-huh. yep. really good. Like almost. Yep. Almost flawless in the Halo sense, you know, like all of the action. That's where all the budget went to. I know. Um, a chief was so badass. That, that scene where uh, uh, the driver dies and then Master Chief takes over, mm-hmm. and then the two of them, uh, the two Spartans on me, are, are running side by side. Spartans on me, and then they come in and then like so badass. And then it just put a bitter taste in my mouth when Maki came down at the end. It's like, oh, mm, yeah. that, that was so oh, so obvious, man. Like this big ship that attacked and wiped you out and stole the artifact just. Somehow one person is gonna escape it at the last second. Like, come on, he she didn't even come down bef- during the battle. You know that would have been like the best way to escape or something. You know when when uh, they're distract everybody's distracted and she could have come mm-hmm. down. You know, escape it. No, it's like it's, it reminds me of that episode in Community where Abed's telling a story about horror, and then as he's telling the story, the characters in his story turn on the radio. Because they're waiting for a news report. And then as Abbott turns on the radio, he keeps playing the song. And then like everybody's like, 
why are you telling the song? It's like, Abe said, you know, they, they would, when they turn on the radio, it's not, it's not going to be exactly on the spot that they need they need to, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's going to be a, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. So, so that's like, this one happens like, as soon as Master Chief runs, and then boom, something comes out. So, but yeah, the, this one gives me a little bit of hope because, you know, the action is really good. So hopefully we can get more of that. And then what was that? Like episode six was pretty good too. Uh, it's the. At first, I was annoyed that they were doing the chief finding out, because in the games they already knew they didn't have like the suppressed memories. Mm, they they, they knew, knew about their past. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, they the book. There's a book, uh, Hello Reach, where it it started from their kidnapping to uh, their training. And just all the way to the to the end where they just accepted it. They're just they they were cool. I mean, I guess they were. What was the term for abducted and then you fall for the kidnappers? Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I guess it's kind of that. But uh, now in this way, I can't I can't see the point why he'd be pissed. And it's it's a nice back and forth with Halsey, and I'm starting to see Halsey as a kind of a villain too. So they did a pretty good job with uh, her. So I'm liking that uh, that uh, back and forth with them. I like how John, you know, um, tested. That, that was good for John when he tested the the uh, Cortana. Like, make me. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was a, that, so. I think that's the one part on episode six that I really like is because he's it's smart. You don't know you were turned off uh, yeah, yeah. a few episodes episode ago. ago yeah. so you don't know the capabilities of your AI. Right. Uh, so can you stop me? Can you control me? He's like, no, I can turn it, I can only turn it turn you on and off. I can't make you do things. I was like, all right. That, that was like, yeah, so that was oh. badass as Chief really thinking. And that was badass. And I also love that uh they replaced Halsey with Miranda. Just saying, you know, she was a scapegoat, but still she she did fuck up a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then uh what else was there? Um I also love how healthy Halsey is just un, unapologetic, man. She's just like fucking uh, hollow to the bone. Like <laughs> she's just numbers, you know, scientific numbers and exploration and mm-hmm. uh, just do means and the means uh, uh, and justify the means. She doesn't care about anything else. Even when she faked that uh, hug with uh, Miranda, <laughs> I like her line where she said. Uh, I know I don't really believe in family. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Use her inside voice. I know. And then uh and then we get to the episode seven where we, we get Quan, huh? And it kinda sucks because not because she was so annoying because she's just so angry. And I could understand the character, but we just had too much of it for the past seven episodes. Mm-hmm. And Actually, the ending is pretty cool. I like the ending, how, how it wrapped up her storyline. I just didn't think we needed seven episodes of it. That's true. I mean, if I was in the writers, like, couldn't they just have shown Kwan Ha at the start and then maybe this whole episode with nothing in, we didn't need everything in between? So, or would it have cut yeah, off the Jumping emotional? in there, the, the main seven episodes in, and I'm totally with you, it's like, yeah, it's up and down. An up and down series means there's a lot of they wanted to extend the series more than it should. It's like I feel that 
you know, I'm estimating that this is a $200 million um, budget series. If the MCU did this, this would have been a six-episode six series. Mm. And mm. that way, you're right. It could have been like, there's maybe like one, the first episode, the pilot had all the storylines, but you didn't have to have like a little bit of Quan Ha, a little bit of Soren in the past few episodes because you can't. You have to cut all of that out to be like one episode pilot, one episode Spartans, one episode Miranda Halsey and the artifact, one episode fight, and then the conclusion. So that's where I'm, I'm like, I feel like the reason why this is pretty bad is because it has more episodes than it should. But I also understand because Paramount Plus has been doing good long seasons series like discovery oh, like so star good. trek discovery it's so a lot of episodes what 13, Total 13 and every single version. one of them works but that's the difference between discovery and this is this is one giant story for season one discovery is mostly monster of the week right so star trek is kind of like that so maybe next season they'll get it together make it more like mission of the week once we all of we have all of this kind of like settled after the first season, but yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like the mayor plot line. I, I didn't like the, you're right, the visions of John remembering. It's too long. Yeah. That's a little too long. I could have done one one episode of that, and of the that. next episode Agreed. I'll resolve yeah. it because the idea is like you're you're a Spartan. You don't walk around. You yeah. don't you don't uh, uh, dwell on these. You cannot dwell in this feeling because you're in the field. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the the. So I'm half enough with that Kai storyline, because the Kai storyline, I didn't like that she did it herself with no real. For me, I just didn't like it because it was a repeat of what John did the last episode. Well, so that's the thing. John had a reason to take his palette out. No, no, I know, I know. No, the story is okay, but I mean the point, the the scenes that we're seeing. It was just like a mirror of what John, you know, the experiencing mm. the thing. True, true. So it was like, I was okay with that. I just, I just didn't that like the that. last episode. Yeah. I didn't like that Kai did not have a re- he saw, she saw John do it and she and did then, it herself without yeah. knowing what would be the result. Why did would John do it? So there was something missing there. Although I really like the fact that because I thought that, you know, I think that was episode three when Kai saw that. Um the idea of, oh, you! I thought that she was gonna snitch. Yes, yes, that's right? true. That or she was gonna right. go behind Master Chief. So exactly. I like or, the, yes, or I agree. That she was gonna be like, like another, you know. But I love the fact that the Spartans are together no matter what. So that's surprising. I did like that. You know, I do like somebody that's em- empathetic to what John is feeling and understands what they are missing. Um, but yeah, I just like didn't have that reason. But again, overall, like there's like stuff that I like. And you're right, like right now. Episode five, I love that. The action was great. The gunfu was great. Seeing um, the Spartans Move. with the regular Marines in battle shows them that you know they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. Like you know, people are driving and they're running. They're in front of the line. So I do like the idea why they're called demon. And you know, if they can do a little portion of that every episode, like there's a little. Ba- That's why I think this is going to be better when it becomes Monster of the Week rather than a big storyline. Because if you have a little fight scene every episode, that'll be great. Um, yeah, story, think, little fight scene, it's pretty good. I think they they modeled it at the, for the wrong show. They went with like, uh, 
They wanted like Game of Thrones. Um, mm-hmm. What's the, sci- the the best sci-fi one? Um, Expanse. Expanse. They should have gone Band of Brothers. Right? Great, great, great comment. Yep, yep. That was a better comp. Like a space band of brothers would have been better. I mm. agree. They wanted like a, a good uh, straight line of epic storyline. When we just, we just, we could have lived with the beats, you know? I, just, this, the, the, I think uh, they, they thought that the Halo lore was much more deep than they thought that they thought it would be. Like, you know, I, because Halo is such a storied franchise with a lot of people um, being fans of the lore and whatnot. They thought that they would be giving them much more respect if they did it like an epic one through light entire season when you're right, Band of Brothers is the perfect beat here. You just, it's Halo. I mean, although yes, there's aliens and races and weapons and intergalactic gates and AI. Yeah, true. But in the end, it's just like shooting people in the face. Right. So imagine imagine this. They they went with like this uh the whole season one is to set up for the getting into to the Halo, right? Mm-hmm. What if episode one was crashing into Halo? Chief with a few survivors. Right? And then just stick to that storyline, like oh that would have been so good. I was but I, I also understand why they did this because they wanted they, the producers are thinking of this as a four, five, six, hopefully very long more season. Because if they if they thought, so here are my assumptions. The reason why Chief does not have the helmet on as much as as much as they it has been off the, the entire season is they understand that. They do not have Pedro Pascal, right? Pedro Pascal can get away with just his voice and intonation, and having the entire season, um, multiple seasons with no mask, with no with the helmet on, because he is that good of an actor. No offense to Pablo Shriver, Pablo <laughs> Shriver, Pablo Shriver, but I don't. I've never heard of him prior. I know I've seen him before, but because he's not that alias Estier actor he needs all the tools in his tool belt to maximize that role like if you're not 100 engaged and you're looking at like a flimsy mask the entire time it's not going to be a great series so i understand why they're trying to do this and they're also trying to make this into a very very a star trek discovery where it's like at least four maybe six hopefully 10 seasons so they need all of this backstory um, and they need all of these characters so they can potentially have spin-offs and they need you know a different version of master chief that is a little bit departed from the from the from the game so that you know this is a the different take on it so i'm sure they're still going to have that halo season like maybe maybe that's it maybe one of the seasons season 2 season 3 then the entire season is just a crash like not even just surviving like ten days of surviving or whatever, or no, five but, days um, of surviving. So I still have. They'll have hope. more opportunities. I do have hope because most of the stuff that they're doing, the most of the setups that they're doing, I'm liking the payoff. You know, I may not like how they did it, or you know, in the middle. But the payoff, like I did like where Quan Ha ended up. I just didn't like seven episodes of her, you know, rage, rage. I mean, I do like that scene, the the portal thing in the end. Her finishing with Soren, 
But before that, it was just so annoying. And then I did like uh, Kai also, I guess. And then the action sequence are there. So I, I, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's I, um, the thing is, I like uh, Halsey, Miranda, the captain are great actors. Master Chief is great. Um, it's just that both Soren and Quan Ha are such weak actors. That's why I really, I mean, not only is the story not solid, but if the people acting on the fucking story is not that great too. So I am super disengaged. Like whenever I, wa- I see Soren, he seems, he seems like he's not really enjoying being on that set. Master Chief? No, Soren. Oh, oh sorry. Well, he has right? a prosthetic hand. And- exactly. <laughs> and he's in the desert. Crappy hand too. Like it's not even like a cool prosthetic hand. You know, that even they didn't even do like a I would have loved like a, a winter soldier hand if possible, but no, you know, just chop it off, bro. You know, so again, it's it's those things like Quan Ha, again, like it's just rough. Uh, uh, like half of the cast is okay and is a little below average, so that keeps it from being like super fun to watch for me. So just like, you know, every time they shoot stuff, I'm like, all right, cool. We're shooting stuff again. So, but again, again, I'm not a 100% Halo fan. So I don't know a lot of the story. This is totally new for me. Like me and RJ, we watched this as like, it's like a pure sci-fi thing. It's Expanse for me. It's like a different version of mm-hmm. Expanse. I know, but um, a, a, a poor man's Expanse. Poor man's Expanse. And That's a problem. It's tough because like, I, I also like uh, while watching the last episode of this, Last night, I fell asleep a few times and then it popped in the first episode of uh, uh, Strange New Worlds because it also came out this week. Um, like, how can I, like, this, this is the same, the same company, like, this is it's the same Paramount Plus, like, bro, why I is know, the quality I know. so different? Um, but yeah, um, you know, that's, you know, I, I well, uh, final thoughts about uh, Jordan, where you want this series to go? Yeah, I just want more action, more chief. Uh, um, I don't know if they're gonna keep going with the like the epic storyline, but let's see. Um, there's still enough good side that I'm still gonna keep watching. Um, but uh, if season two is just like almost the same as this, then I'll probably drop it after season two, or maybe yeah, mid-season same. two. And how are you going to rate the season so far? Oh, just one rating? Mm-hmm. Tough. Tough. Yeah. I'll go with the six. Oh. Well, still still kind of goodish. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been a five, but that that action sequence in the, f- mm-hmm. in the five was really good. And I did, uh-huh. as cheesy as I am, uh, I did like how episode how as bad as seven episode seven was. I still like the ending, and I did love the touch when she found the assault rifle, and then when she tested <laughs> it, it was one one seven. Like, and I I like the scenes like um in the dream where he, she was fighting Master Chief. I said, oh shit, are they gonna set her as a as an antagonist to Chief? But then it was the opposite. Like she kept trying to kill him, and then when she didn't, that's when he offered her hand, and it's like. Oh, it's your you're gonna show him the portal. So it's so okay. I I I, I would have hated it if, I mean, it's not great storytelling, but I still would have hated it more if she was like, 
don't show anybody, especially the chi. That would have been like, fuck. But then, yeah, it ended well. So, yeah, I'll go with the six. And you? I'm I'm opposite. I was a seven until I saw ninety five percent of of episode seven, <laughs> so it dropped down to a six. It's a six for me too. Again, it's it's one of those like it's okay enough. Um, I've been thinking a lot about it though, like. If this weren't Halo, I w- I would stop watching it. If this was a generic uh, sci-fi, sci-fi yeah. like a Starship Troopers kind of series, mm-hmm. I would have stopped watching it. Um, but because it's Halo and there's a little bit of like I know a little bit about the story in the future, it becomes interesting. Like people are very very into it. Um, actually, I'm giving it more benefit of the doubt that it's going to be better than it is currently like i yes. know season two will be better we're giving, like, it, that's we're giving it a lot of slack i'm yeah so that's i think that's the reason why you know paramount plus paid a lot of money for this ip because exactly that like you you're, you're giving you know just seeing a couple of assault rifles and pulse rifle shots you know you're just seeing chief um you know like getting charging up that uh uh um uh, uh, pistol like the Covenant pistol and shooting somebody with it. Uh, you'll you'll get like, all right, fine, I'll fucking watch the episode. Right, like, yeah. I'll keep my subscription because next week I want to see one of the swords, or I want to see, I want to, I, I want them to put into the series like you know shooting the ground with a, a rocket launcher and being propelled <laughs> up, like you know, those tricks. I want that to be kind of like plugged in there at some point. It's gonna be a meme and people will be watching it. So. Yeah, so I guess that's the reason why, you know, studios still um, adapt books and video games uh, to series because there is a, a fairly loyal fan base that will push for like, fine, fine, I'll just support because it's Master Chief or mm-hmm. I'll just support because it's like fucking Game of Thrones, like Game of the House of Dragons is coming out soon too on HBO Max. And I'm one of those like, I... I'm neither here or there, but you know it's George R. R. Martin. There's dragons. There's swords. All right, let's take you know. I was like, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. So that's what it's uh, getting into it for us. But uh, with that, uh, we have uh, tackled episodes four to seven of of Halo. We have a couple of more episodes left. Uh, we're gonna tackle those episode by episode starting next week. Uh, tell us what you think. What do you think about the Halo series? Where do you want the series to go to? What are your complaints? What are your compliments? We want to know all of them. Hit us up in the comments and let's discuss. Uh, but moving on now to the main topic of the week. Um, this uh, uh, documentary, historical film <laughs> that we have watched recently. Uh, we are going to discuss Uncharted, uh, the movie uh, that recently came out on video on demand. So just a few stats before I turn it over to Trebax for the synopsis is directed by Ruben Fleischer. Fleischer, Fleischer. Um, and uh, if you guys want to know where Ru- what Ruben did before, uh, he had a couple of Tell really me. good movies. In it. Okay. Zombieland. Okay. Right? 30 okay. minutes or less with JGL is pretty fun. Uh, I don't know Gangster Squad, Two Night Stand, I don't know that. I don't know Unicorn Store. But he is mostly known from Venom. He also did. He, he did Venom? 
He directed he did Venom. Venom. Mm-hmm. He did Zombieland Double Tap. And he did Venom Let There Be Carnage. So that's the thing with, you know, that's the reason why, you know, sometimes I feel, so now that we're doing a lot more of these reviews and we're looking a little bit more deeper into, or a little bit more deeply into the 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 behind the scenes, the behind the camera mm-hmm. stuff of the movies. So this is why people work with studios. Like, you know, like, you see Ruben Fleischer is doing a lot of Sony stuff. You know, Sony likes him. So you'll do a couple of crappy films so that you can do a couple of good films. Right. That, you know, I think that's the same way with cinematographers and, 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 and music goers now. So sometimes it might not be a, a fit. Like it might not be a, a clean fit where you're putting a person that is, uh, doing a superhero to an adventure film. So um, that's one. But either way, um, uh, Rafe Lee Jenk- Judkins, Art Markham, and Matt Holloway uh, wrote the screenplay. Um, yeah. Uh, and the cool, and uh, uh, the cinematographer is Chong Chong Hoon. I pulled him out because he was also the cinematographer of Last Night in Stowe, a movie that they both watched, Ooh. a movie which cinematography that I kind of really, really liked. So, really dig it. Um, dig it. Um, he dig also it. did the cinematography for It, uh, the first one, uh, Hotel Artemis. So I kind of see, I kind of see the tone, like that little cyanish tone that that he did. Like, uh, and I did like that. Uh, e- even better, his claim to fame. Chung Chun Hoon, how he got to Hollywood is the breakout 2003 hit, Old Boy. Whoa. So he was a cinematographer for Park Chan Wook. They did a lot of films together. So that was kind of like his, his kind of like entry to Hollywood. So that was 2003. And I think around 2009 and onwards, most of his work is becoming more and more. Um, um, uh, uh, Hollywood, like you know, he did Zombieland Double Tap with Ruben Fleischer as well. So that's where I feel that they got their connection together. Music is by one of my favorites, but then I realized, like, like I did not, you know, Uncharted used to have like a very, very cool, uh, yeah, it's, it's right, in the movie a they, little bit, not, not but it wasn't. I mean, if you have again, our main complaint, Halo. Halo, yeah. fucking Uncharted. You have cool soundtracks. You used to forget not just it. Halo. That's not just cool. Like fucking iconic. Like it's a meme. Well, I know. Like, it's, I know the fear of butchering it, but the fear of not not using it is worse than using it incorrectly. I feel right. So yes. unlike Batman, like the Batman, when they kept on using the the the, but it's okay. It's a little too much, but like at least it's Batman sound. But yeah, um, Ramen Jawadi. The German composer, uh, Iranian German composer, um, he is famous for, of course, Game of Thrones, uh, Westworld, all the very iconic um, uh, streaming service songs is done by Ramin Jawadi. So um, currently, um, let's look at the stats. It had a budget of 120 million US dollars, which is Pretty impressive, like you know, to get the, those big games. The funny some thing set though pieces. here is this has been in developmental hell for decades. Ah, yeah. 
It was a, oh. at one point Mark Wahlberg was attached was to play Nathan to... <laughs> Drake. So it's that it's been that long. Now he's Sully. A oh, very tight 116 minutes. That's why this is not as bad as most people because it's super tight. I like in shorts under two hours. Oh, 116 oh, minutes runtime. Oh, yeah. oh, almost two um, hours. Almost two hours, but like you're not pushing it too far. Yeah. I think two hours is the limit. Um, 110, I like, you know. Uh, and a box office of $395.1 million. So not great, not bad too. It's almost three times the budget. So I think they were happy with it, right? They, they said they were going to make it a, a franchise. A franchise. Yeah, yeah, they think they have two on the books uh, from a few podcasts that I listened to when this movie came out. They were looking for hopefully five movies of this with some spinoffs, of course. So this is one of the first few films from the actual Sony studios, like the Sony video game, uh, Sony Pictures releasing. So uh, uh, Sony opened an actual uh, segment in their production company called PlayStation Productions. That is just sole purpose is de- developing their video game titles into movies and TV series. So this was one of their first. Um, and then the next upcoming will be The Last of Us on HBO Max. So that's why, you know, they have big names as the directors and music scores here. And they also have big names for the HBO Max, the, the, yeah, the HBO Max series, The Last of Us, having the people, the showrunner and director of of Chernobyl as uh, on the helm. So they really want to make sure that, you know, it's not going to be like the 90s where it's kind of like unlicensed uh, movies uh, from the, from they don't want to sully their video games knowing that they know that the video games now is such a big, big market that it's much more of like a lucrative um, revenue source rather than movies because, you know, video games are mostly digital now. You're not spending a lot on you know building the Blu-ray. Everybody's just downloading it and you're part of, of unlimited deals as well. So you want to make sure that they have really, really solid uh, uh, titles that is being converted into even better um, uh, movies and TV shows. Cool. With that, Trebox, take it away. We can go through the plot and discuss uh, Uncharted, the movie. Okay. So let's start. It starts in the beginning. Um, a young Sam and Nathan Drake. Uh, I do like the casting for these two kids. They do look a lot like the game in uh, Uncharted Four. Did you? Did I you play, I, did you I remember. So <laughs> I'm cutting you off right away. But go, go. um, be, when they start with the flashback with the kids, I was like, that young Nathan Drake is not the. Not much younger than Tom Holland, <laughs> and exactly. Like, wait, but they did kind of uh, they, they did kind of drop like I think Mark fifteen twenty how old um Tom Holland was when he was like uh I mean, bartending. He to, is like twenty plus, sure anyways. Yeah, yeah. They make sure like yeah, I'm like I'm twenty six or something like that. So like oh that was twelve years ago. Okay, twelve years can change you from young Nathan Drake to Tom Holland. Cool. Um. Okay, so we find uh, the brother, the brother Sam and Nate, caught by a museum security trying to steal. I'm I'm going through from Wikipedia because I watched this with my kids, so I wasn't really making notes. Uh, they were trying to steal the first map made after the Magellan expedition. So back at the orphanage, 
uh, since they were young. And I think they said it was three strikes for Sam, right? Yep. So they were going to bring him to the big house, the prison, Julie, I guess. And, uh, but before, before he's taken away, they give Nate a, cha- a chance to meet with him. And then to say goodbye. And then Sam says goodbye, but escapes because he doesn't want to go to jail. And he leaves uh, Nate the slider and the message for the, the paper where you heat the back part. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, he gives him the ring too, right? The six, yep. six the ring magna. with the sick Pravis Magna. So, 15 years later, you get Nate working as a bartender in New York and uh, pickpockets wealthy patrons as a, while doing his bartender. I, I thought that was could have been Elena or something, but I, I guess they weren't ready to show Elena yet. Not yet, not yet, yeah. So, it was smooth though, though he, he, he took the, the bracelet. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And he, he, my my like my wife. She, me, me and my, we just love, we love Tom Holland. He's just really freaking charming. I, I don't He's know. Go- so, he has turned into this hybrid version. Because before, like we had those eighties action, action superstars with the big muscles and giant guns, and then in the nineties you have the bit more suave, debonair, closer to kind of like you James know Tom Bond, Cruise. Uh, Right, you know, uh, like you know, um, Pierce Bronson, still Tom, James Bond, James Bond, uh, still rough and rugged, but pretty and sophisticated, yeah. right? Like Daniel Craig, Tom Cruise. So that's becoming your your action stars. The the uh, the the Rock, like you know, big bruising, funny, smart guys, and he is this like millennial version of <laughs> hipster, athletic, healthy, smart, cute. Um, um, uh, leading role. Like, I think he's going to be in a gajillion movies in the next days. Like, he'll be the default action star that is cute and cuddly because you can't be one dimensional now. You're an action star, yes. but your action star needs to be smart, needs to be like uh, uh, bumbling, self deprecating, kind of. So it's like, I, I, when he was doing the, the shaking thing. And then explaining about uh, about history and stuff. It's like, huh? I listen to him. <laughs> like, yeah. Tell me, tell me more, young bartender. And I like that he he was doing. He was also adding bullshit stuff. <laughs> so just very very charming. I, I I don't know. I'm a sucker for him. So, um, so while there, um, we meet uh, Mark Wahlberg as. Victor Sullivan, a fortune hunter who, who worked with Nate's brother, Sam. And so he meets him at the bar and tempts him with the, you know, oh, you're be- he, he knows that uh, we got an Ocean's Eleven senior where he knows that he picked his pocket, uh, the girl's pocket, so he picked him and left the card. And uh, obviously Nate finds it um, uh, curious, so he steals his way, or like he, he steals his way inside to... Uh, Sally's um, apartment. apartment, and then uh, uh, he sees the map, and so Sam goes. Uh, so Sully tells him that he worked. He so he did the the bait, the hook, and now he's reeling mm-hmm. Nate in with with the. He worked with um, Sam, looking for uh, Juan Sebastian Elcano's diary. For the the treasure that uh they, they I guess the 
Magellan's crew found, right? They mm-hmm. hid. And Nate also had several postcards from Sam over the years. Uh, he agrees to help Sully. And they go to steal uh, the cross. Because they need the cross to find uh, whatever they need. And they need, they, the cross is um, being auctioned at uh, a gallery. And they found there uh, Antonio Banderas, who, oh, yeah. who, who plays Moncada. Uh, Moncada, Santiago Moncada. He's the last descendant of the Moncada family who funded Magellan's expedition. And Joe Braddock, the leader of mercenaries hired by Moncada. So that's why Moncada's family has claim to that gold because they were the one who funded Magellan's uh, uh, expedition. So whatever that Magellan found or whatever was left from their funding should be there. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, Nate. So and Nathan split. Uh, Nate needs to go uh, turn off the the lights or make a distraction, and so Sully can snatch the cross. And Nate is attacked, uh, ambushed because. It was too obvious, especially with with Moncada <laughs> and oh my God, so and Joe Braddock. So, uh, he he was unable to turn off the lights, and he had a fight, and that's where he goes with the light, uh, jumps to the chandelier. Can you call that chandelier? Like the the, the hanging lights. Hanging lights because it's just like tubes. <laughs> Oscar, yeah. So hanging lights, and then, um, which becomes a distraction. So Sully gets the gets the the cross and then he escapes and he leaves Nate hung out to dry so he's kind of asshole move and then but Nate finds his way out and meets him in the car so after that they travel to Barcelona where the treasure is supposedly hidden and they rendezvous with uh, Sully's contact Chloe Fraser, who has the other cross so we get another double cross here with Chloe stealing, <laughs> and then they chase them and they fa- they come to a compromise. They help each other. They go through the church, and Nate, being Nate, he, he knows the finds the clues. Uh, they have to split up. One heaven, one right, one man goes to heaven, one man goes to hell. So Chloe and Nate go down. Sully goes up. And in between these, we also, I'm kind of skipping, but in between these, we also know that uh, Sully's hiding something from Nate and Chloe knows. So anyways, they have, they do this cool trek underground where it's actually, I, I like that part where they're, so they're going underground following the path and then suddenly they find themselves in, in like a rave bar. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, people, you know, they, they, yeah, they it's they, one of those things where there's a lot of suspension of disbelief because while they were following the the map path, yeah, you know, there's clubs and the pizza place and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's really for 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 the um, uh, what do you call this? It's really to make it cool, right? You know, it's not necessarily like uh, I don't think historically a bar will be uh, built up out of like a, a historical. Uh, place because when you're gonna build a bar, you're gonna make maintenance and pipes and exhausts and bathrooms. True. I'm sure that they're gonna see like, what the fuck is that this is true. That is true. hidden corridors? <laughs> like, 
but I do, I do like the idea because like you know it was the cool cool fight scenes as well. They were able to catch it. with the fire. Yeah, I did like that the distraction and Cinta. and uh, him playing with uh using the bottles and stuff. To, to oh yeah, take out oh. the guys. He is he is a bartender. He is a bartender. Um. So, anyways, uh, so. And then, meanwhile, so we go. Okay, and then, so they they find the crypt, and uh, but they needed Sully to open one door, or they were gonna drown. And then Sully has this nice fight scene with uh, Joe Braddock. I do like uh, I like Joe Braddock's demeanor. She's like she's really badass. We just had an issue with the hair. And like, uh, I like, well, see, that's that's the difference. For me, I love the hair. I fucking hate the tattoos. Oh no, so I, I didn't. I didn't even notice. I just like how she, how you know her, her meanness. I just thought it was so fake. Like, oh, huh. Tattoos. Like, oh, you are a tattoo. Guy, distracted so. me. But anyways, they had a good fight, and then they were able to. Nate saved <clears throat> Chloe, drowning, didn't leave her to die, and then they do find uh, a a huge crypt with the. With big vats of salt turned out to be salt, not gold. So when they broke it, Nate found like a a new map, mm-hmm. and that's when Chloe double crossed them again, and then tells him that Sully fucked fucked him up because <laughs> it had something to do with Sam's death. I like how Chloe was like being coy, like she told she told him that Sam did something, but. Not for me to tell. Like he just asked me. Like, well, well, you're stealing money. For, you're stealing the treasure from me, but you're being kind to my feeling. Like what the fuck? So, anyways, so she leaves, and then uh, Nate gets mad at Sully, and then what happens here? Uh, so Sully comes clean that um, Sam's dead because when they found the journal, uh, Joe Braddock came in and shot Sam and. Sully had to leave him. And there we go. So we found out that also behind in between the scenes, uh we found Antonio Banderas Omancada kills his dad because his dad was gonna give away their fortune away. Yeah, because it's not theirs. Because again, there, there was a through line blood that, money. That, that Mancada was a kind of like a it was blood money. Or but here again, the same thing as Uncharted's villains. Why is a rich dude worrying about gold? <laughs> He's already rich. Like, I mean, I would understand, like, I would understand, like, funding an expedition. But why are you so obsessed with it? He, he's already rich, you know, killing the dad. Okay, I can even, that's fine. He wants, he was going to give away the fortune. He killed him. He has the fortune now. But why are you so obsessed with it? with more money like you know what i mean like it's it's one of those things that like okay that's a little too stupid for me yes but i that's a funny thing it's also in uncharted so i'm like i accept it as a uncharted thing you know what i mean mm. it's not the movie it's not the movie's flaw because it's a thing it's been the thing in uncharted as well so anyways uh we find out that Chloe was also hired by Moncada. Yeah. So, um, Nate 
anger, angered by Sully, but has no choice. So, uh, still um, plans to do the heist with him for, and then then and then they're done. So, anyways, they board the the car that boards the plane. So the, the they were there in the car for like what ten hours, <laughs> and then I do love the scene with the uh, Antonio Banderas's big speech <laughs> about. Uh, getting what's rightfully his. He does this big speech in the plane on the way. We're going to get this treasure. It's mine. To prove myself along the line. And then Joe Braddock just cuts his throat. So that was... I was actually very surprised how early Antonio Banderas was killed. Yeah. And yeah, I was watching, you know, kind of funny review of Uncharted just too. Yeah. And then I was... The same comment that they had was my comment where like, none of these dozens and dozens of mercenaries all of them were hired by by Joe Braddock. I think so. No, I think so. I think it's like um, in Uncharted Four, Joe Braddock or not the one. I guess she's based on Nadine. She's the head of a mercenary group. So she, you hire her. She brings hire the mercenaries, but she, she brings the the legwork. Okay, it was just like none of those were like. Wait, that's the money. <laughs> so like, are you killing the money? <laughs> so, but either way, like I was, I was, I was fine with it. I was like, okay, pleasantly surprised, but I kind of also know, or I kind of felt that this is, um, this is uh, Antonio Banderas, a giant, giant name. It's like maybe Sony was like, bro, just we just need you for three days. We're gonna yeah. kill you right off. Like, did, we're not, like, you're not gonna do a two month shoot. I did like the twist though, because it's like, um, it reminded me of a uh, deep blue sea. With uh, Samuel <laughs> Jackson's speech, <laughs> you kill 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 the big guy. Right but if away. you think about it, it makes sense. I mean, he's preaching to mercenaries that have no ties to him. You know, like so funny. So anyway, so he she, he does that, and uh, what's this? Uh, Chloe, of course, scared since she she was hired by as a overlap with Joe Braddock. So she she tries to escape, and then that's when uh, Nate also and uh, Sully come out. So she hides, and then Nate and Sully come out, and then there's this big. This is I, I like the sequence, the, the 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 airplane scene. See, here's the thing: they showed this. I love this sequence. It was super fun. It looks great. Uh-huh. I love the hair because the, the 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 thing that I hate the most about fight scenes or anything that is aerial, wind doesn't blow. Like their hair is perfect, but this one is like you can see that the hair is flames. Like okay, they they did their homework. I'm just really upset that they showed it too much in the trailers. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the that's only true. thing that can draw them. That's true, right? But like I wish you show them a little bit, but we saw him fall down and walk back up. We'll do like the crap. We we got all of it, but yeah, one of my cool scene. It's one of those things that yeah, you had they had to put it in the trailer so that we can be drawn into the theaters. But you know, it kind of it lost its like um, surprise for me then. Did, did Sully leave him again? He, I think, um, yeah, I think no, he jumped first, and he uh, and uh, uh, didn't uh, um, Nate Nate want to help out Chloe because Chloe would just was being stuck there okay oh, okay like so Sully tried to bring him let's mm-hmm. go let's go but then they didn't want to leave Chloe yeah mm-hmm. okay so anyways uh um Nate and uh, and Chloe successfully survive and they, f- they fall this is a cool scene where 
So uh the um one of the supply boxes falls and um Chloe drives out with the red car and hits Nate so they both fall and they and they, <laughs> and and Chloe tells him that we got to follow me so they go to they dive to to the the box. I like that Nate almost I think he hit it right hard, and then he bounced yeah. off. Oh, he got knocked out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that was cool. And then they finally able to turn, uh, open the parachute, land safely, and they wash up by a beach. And who do they see? Oh, how convenient! How convenient that you have this giant sky of fighting, and you just jump off in the middle of whenever, not knowing where you're gonna um, land, but you end up after maybe, let's say, generously a few hours of floating, hit a resort. <laughs> a resort. My gosh. So, uh, that's, uh, and who do they meet once they hit the beach? Somebody Either. that actually had the same experience as they Is the original Nathan Drake. So, anyways, uh, I, I do like that line. That's something happened to me. That happened to me once. Oh. So, anyways, uh, after that, they they book to the they book in the resort <laughs> using Sully's card, and they have a uh, and uh, Nate uh, Nate finally figures out the the message that uh, Sam was giving him, and I do like that she he he tested Chloe as a test to Chloe. He wrote the oh, yeah. coordinates, center on a red herring. So he goes and kind of stupidly seen by Joe Braddock. <laughs> like, that was like of all the beaches of all the time. Of all the yachts, of all the speedboats. She sees, she sees Nate at that one time. She's looking at like, uh, anyways. So Nate finds the treasure first. And Sully follows him, right? Like, yep. Oh, with the GPS, right? I remember. So they find there, and then um, they have this big. Uh, and then Joe was following behind them, and so they hide in the ship with all the gold. Uh, Joe, oh, Joe, yeah, uh, airplanes the oh, not choppers, the two boats out, and uh, while they're flying. Nate and Sully hijack one. And this was so stupid of Joe. Like, why risk both? You know what I mean? G- bring one down, land it safely, then go after Nate. I don't know why you have to bring both and then just, you're going to do a mid-air fight? Like, what the fuck? And also, then, air fight. That was cool, though. It was cool. There was a lot of nice scenes there. Like, 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 I was going like, to say, like, no one, no one in their right mind will do an air fight while dragging along a couple of giant boats. But it's Sony. Let's do it. It's a I movie. Mean, so it's pretty good. Lots of good fight scenes here. Uh, nice scenes with Sully and Nate. And then uh, they destroy one ship and one helicopter. And then at the end, they have to destroy this one. Oh, this one crashed. Oh, well, the, the, the hook. Holding the last one, I was about to snap, and uh, Sully's bag was holding about his last bag of gold, and it was either the last bag of gold or Nate. 
he may he finally decides to to be a good a loyal guy and throws the bag of gold straight to Joe, kills her. And oh fall, she falls, but then the ship falls on her later. And then she he saw he, he saves Nate. And then I did like this because I thought like you can just come back for the gold, right? It's not like you don't know where yeah. it is, but but then there's a the last line where it's the Philippines like it's the, the there's a ship coming, so it's their wreckage now. Can, also, like cool shout out when they were starting to do like the they did the last leg of the movie in the Philippines. I was like, yo, I was I watching it with Myla. I was like, Myla, look, it's the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah look out. <laughs> Lots of call out. No, the 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 island that they use wasn't isn't real, right? Cambo no, or it's something. Fake. It's, yeah. yeah. I told him like, is that real? It's like, no, 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 it's made up. Maybe That's they didn't get the rights to Mactan or whatever yeah. or something like that. So yeah, we got a nice, funny scene also where Nate's like, "Oh, you want this? Want this? Want this?" So that was, so that was, I was thinking, like, even just a couple of, you know, I they should start just doing like, if you find gold, just stuff a couple in your pocket. No matter yeah, what yeah, happens, yeah, that's going to be millions of dollars. You're gonna yeah. be okay, right? So you don't need the entire fucking ship full of gold. Couple of handfuls, fine, you know. So I was, I was. Do, do those, uh, do those helicopters really exist? So I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Um, what would you call it? I don't think uh, it, it can be that nimble and carry that heavy cargo uh, helicopter. Like, like one, right? I, I, I like think it's going something. to be super slow and oh, very, very. Oh yeah, they can carry tanks and stuff, but they're not going no, to be that like was a ship. Yeah. It exists, yeah. This was just like military. But of course, like again, I 100% do. Yeah, they tried to make it as realistic as possible with nets and stuff. But bro, you lift that, that ship will disintegrate for sure. So, and then that's the end. And then we see also a shot of Chloe finally catching up. Um, I know it was like... Like my my, my uh, Isabella was like, she was gone for the climactic scene. Yeah, that's fine. But for me, it was a nice because it was a you know double cross, so it's like uh, nice, nice, nice twist. So, anyways, uh, um, we get the uh, we get a credit se- sequence where uh, a post credit scene where. Nate, oh, the first credit scene, a post credit scene is we see Sam alive in a prison mm-hmm. somewhere. In a prison somewhere. Yeah. And then the second post credit scene is uh, Nate, Nathan making another deal somewhere, some, some country, and then Sully backing him up <laughs> with the mustache. Well, like, I don't know what he was trying to do with that mustache. But yeah, so. And that's Uncharted. So you, you start off. So, admittedly, I like this movie a little bit more than I should. But I think it's the proper framing of the movie. I knew it wasn't going to be great. I Uh knew that, um, you know, even, okay, pulling back, one mile, one mile back. I am never a fan of, or I wasn't a fan of a young Nathan Drake. Right? I want. Uh-huh. I was more into the. I, I wish the it grizzly, made a, like, a, an uncharted, a grizzled veteran with like lots of issues. Firefly, Firefly, Nathan Fillion. I, I like that age. Yeah. I know Nathan Fillion will never be Nathan Drake any anymore, but along that line, 
But I'm also understanding that I don't think anybody could do a Nathan Drake justice with the, at least in my head, the current people that would play Nathan Drake. Like, um, what, will Daniel Craig play Nathan Drake? No. If they, Mark Wahlberg was, and that would have been a horrible Nathan Drake. So I'm glad that they didn't do that. So thinking of that, I was kind of like just letting this pass. Like, all right, I love Tom Holland. I'll watch whatever movie Tom Holland is. And maybe he'll grow into the old grizzled Nathan Drake in like 10 10 years, right? They can do like what? Three or four movies in 10 years of Nathan Drake and that's fine. So uh, overall, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, It's a popcorn movie. It's sit down, open your eyes, not think too much because if you think think of it a little bit too deeply, yeah, some character references aren't that strong. Um, I would never, like just the first 20, 30 minutes on how Sully was... um, um, uh, betraying Nathan Drake um, left and right and everything that he does like I would have never given Sully that you know additional leeway to to be that so um, that was the case I liked um, fuck what's the, what's the brunette's girl's name she was really cute um, uh, Chloe Fraser yeah okay she she was great I like she, she kind of like kind of, I felt video she felt video gamey so I really liked it um uh, Antonio Banderas was menacing in the six minutes that he was in, uh, and you know all of the action pieces was kind of it was just it was good. It was good, high quality, but overall for me a little generic. Like you know, I, I was t- telling you about the the first um, action set piece when they were trying to find the different keys and the different areas for the map and yada 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 across Spain, um, going through a pizza place and going through a uh, a bar and you know i was like can't no like if i'm opening a fucking subway on top of a historical landmark i will think i will find out that there are secret shit there right so that's just like those things that uh, that's it's lazy writing they're just gonna chalk it off in terms of like oh it's adventure right so that that's one of those things that kind of kind of like Angels and Demons or like the Dan Brown movies did that a little bit better where they ensure that, you know, these secret pages, this these secret places are historical, are places that places. are, you know, visited a lot or their monasteries or whatnot. So that was a little bit kind of downplaying it for me. But um, for, you know, it's one of those things where if I saw this on HBO Max or Paramount Plus, it would be great it's kind of like a red notice right you know because it's there it's gonna be great um but i did pay for my ticket when i saw this in the cinema and that's why i kind of like stung a little and i'm a little bit more um uh uh uh, cynical about it but i still do want the franchise i want to see tom holland and more of these i i don't think i will ever like i will tolerate mark Wahlberg as sully I, I I like him because he's not the lead, so I'm fine with him as. So, anyways, uh, are, um, are you okay? Are we done? Yep, that's it. Okay, so for me, oh, what's your rating? Oh, rating. Uh this is a solid six. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a chart of a six. It's it's good, right? You know, it's not you know you don't have to run out and watch it. 
but you know it's it's good popcorn movie and like i said it's video on demand now it will eventually be in one of those streaming services and if you have that streaming services then definitely have to watch it because it, it is pretty fun and it's tom holland come on tom holland so yeah i'm at six what I'll about go, you i'll go seven because i enjoyed it and i had fun as you said it's a popcorn film six would be more like uh if i was if i was disappointed from my expectations and mm-hmm. this was a little better than my expectation so oh, it, awesome. it goes goes for the seven because we weren't going with high expect neither of us 100%. were going with high expectations for this so um, what we got was, you know, good chemistry between him and Sully, him and uh, Chloe. At first, I was kind of bummed that uh, Sully, because in the series, him and Sully was like, you know, everything else can go twist uh-huh. around and fuck up. You know, Nate and Sully are solid. But I guess if you do the first movie, uh, the first game, yeah, I- there was a turn there where you thought Sully betrayed you. Yeah, so, so that I think the like, next movie will be better with that. Like I, yeah, I yeah. do like the idea that if we if we're just established that they're partners for life, that there are blood brothers, then okay, I think I'll tolerate Mark Wahlberg even more. Yeah, so I think that's what happened here. So or at the ending. So next the next movie will we'll get them together. So yeah, I mean popcorn movie. I enjoyed it with the family. It did what it needed to be. Tom Holland was charming, the chemistry was good, pretty good. Not great action sequences, but fun. So, well, I'm looking forward to more. Awesome. Definitely. Oh, and that is it for this week for our Plus 6.3 HP Reviews show. Uh, thank you very much for watching with us till the end. Again, do not forget to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so you get to be notified when any of our three shows drop. So on Tuesdays, we have this review show where we review a TV series or movie of the week, deep dive into them and give our opinions, rate them for your information. On Wednesdays, we drop our D&D show, our very, very first D&D campaign. We've always wanted to do it. We never knew how, we never had a DM, but now in our old age, finally have someone that can usher us through this first adventure of ours and we are enjoying the heck out of it. So that drops every Wednesdays. And on Thursdays, we react and we react and we quickly review, give our initial thoughts on the cool trailers, featurettes, snippets, clips that come out. So we want to make sure that, you know, we have content to get hyped for, content to look forward to. Maybe we can give you a little bit of information about that as well. Uh, we are also on socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Plus63HP. Follow us, add us, let's interact. And we're also in all of the major podcasting apps that you might be using. Just search Plus63HP. With that, Chabox, final goodbyes. Uh, yeah, thanks for watching with us. And um, yeah, fun movie, fun movie. Awesome. We're looking forward to discussing X next week, as well as the most latest, the, the most recent episode Halo. of Halo uh, for our review show next week. So come along, join us, interact with us. But with that, thank you for watching and see you in the next video. Bye. Bye.